Hi, welcome to today's episode of our new podcast series. I'm Claire from Rooted in Language. Hope you're doing well today. The goal of this series is to explore what we've been exploring. What I mean is that at Rooted in Language, we focus on continuing to grow who we are, what we do, and what we understand. That involves a lot of continuing education on our part. Now, this happens in the background all the time. We attend conferences, listen to talks, read research articles and publications, take courses, and so on and so on. This ongoing education and knowledge expansion impacts what we create and why we create it. And while all that knowledge and experience gets poured into our materials and classes, we thought we also might try something a little more direct by sharing some of that continuing ed with you. So with that in mind, uh, some of you may know, but I started a master's program in applied linguistics. I'm steeped in all kinds of classes about language acquisition and development, teaching methodologies, course design, and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's a lot to take in, <laughs> but I wanted to give you a little bit of, uh, of that today. So today's episode is all about what it means to be a linguist. So I've known the word linguist for a while. You might be familiar with it too. I understood a linguist to be someone who studied language and that's about all that I knew. And as I've grown and learned more about language teaching and since starting this program, my understanding has, has shifted and deepened a bit. Um, so basically, a linguist is someone with a scientific relationship to language, meaning they have studied, researched, explored, or developed understanding around the science of language, which is a pretty broad definition. Now, you don't have to speak 12 languages to be a linguist. That's a, a common line of thinking. Um, around it, that all linguists are these uh, polyglots, these people who speak tons and tons of languages. Uh, and there are certainly linguists out there who do that. Um, thankfully, that is not a requirement of being a linguist, um, since that isn't me. <laughs> um, there's actually a much broader or, or, or wider, I guess, a range of jobs that linguists hold. Um, and those jobs can range anywhere from politicians, interpreters, travel agents, to Hollywood language coaches and like uh, accent and dialect coaches, tour guides, marketers, and of course language teachers who might work all over the world. Basically anywhere language is important, there could be a linguist. And language is pretty much important everywhere. I think we can agree about that. So then what is linguistics? So linguistics is the study of language, and it includes pretty much everything. <laughs> it includes studying, understanding, comparing, and documenting all of the aspects of language. Phonology, morphology, syntax, semantics, language de development, language acquisition, language interconnectedness, history, speaking, reading, writing, listening, basically, all of it. <laughs> Pretty massive definition, once again. 
So I took a course called Introduction to Linguistics, and uh, we use this textbook. And it's called How, How Languages Work, An Introduction to Language and Linguistics uh, by Carol Giannetti. Um, and basically, um, it's kind of exactly what it sounds like. It is this introduction to all these different aspects of language. So each chapter deals with a different section. And in the course that I took, we spent time delving into kind of the what and the why in each area. And the amazing thing is how these different areas work across different languages. So we're, we're studying and discussing in English, using English as the example in a lot of elements of study, um, because you know that's the language the course is taught in, it's the language everyone in the course uh, can speak, even if it isn't their first language. Um, but it's, it's sort of the, the language that's being used to communicate and used to teach. So of course, naturally a ton of examples are going to be from english and you sort of think about it from this english perspective but so much of it is cross-linguistic meaning it applies across multiple languages and these are the cool places right things like grammar structure uh, parent languages so so you know what a language may be a descendant of uh, ancient versions of languages vocabulary that is shared across different languages, idioms that are shared across different languages. And it's just sort of constantly amazing. This whole interconnected universe of communication. I'm really, really fascinating stuff. But one element uh, in particular that I wanted to talk about was the difference that I learned um, between what is called theoretical linguistics and applied linguistics. Firstly, I have to say before I started my program, I didn't even know there was a difference. I didn't know that these two terms uh, even existed as sort of two sides of this coin. I figured, eh, it's linguistics. That's a thing. What do I know? But it turns out there's kind of these two, um, two factions or, or two sections to the, the bigger concept of linguistics. Basically, theoretical linguistics deals with studying and research around language. Theoretical linguists study patterns of language usage. Um, they might research ancient or dead languages, archaic languages, um, and tend to map kind of a progression of language over time. Um, so it's a lot of, a lot of research is involved uh, by which I mean sort of active, you're the one actively doing this research um, in theoretical linguistics. And applied linguistics tends to deal more with how language is taught. So the, for, the focus is more on helping students learn to use the language. Um, so obviously there's a ton of overlap between these two areas. I don't want it to seem like one doesn't do what the other does, right? There's a huge, huge overlap. Um, but it's sort of one focuses a little bit more on discovery and the other focuses a little bit more on application. Um, and it's kind of an interesting and, and sometimes subtle distinction between those two things. Um, but I really, I really liked this connection coming back to kind of rooted in language and teaching literacy. That there is a whole lot of information and research about what has been done, what could be done, what is best, what is worst, et cetera, in terms of language instruction, literacy instruction. 
and there's information about what to do right now as a teacher. You should be doing this in your classroom. You should be doing this in your home. Um, and I think it's important to have a foot in each camp that if you're learning language or teaching language, your education is richer because you have information about where things came from and why you teach in a certain way or what has been researched as effective. And you also have to go and do that thing, try new things and learn to adapt your knowledge to the specific teaching situation you're in right now, right? Responding to, to what's right in front of you. And I'm excited to be in a position of trying both, researching and reading and learning while also building and applying and adapting. I think that's a, a cool position to be in and, and something to strive for. And one of my professors has a goal that we learn as many different applications for our degrees and certifications as possible. Obviously, she is teaching us what is relevant to our program, but she often talks about wanting to open doors and present possibilities, which I love as an approach to teaching. Her classes deal with designing courses and teaching English, but alongside that, she wants us to see that the knowledge we gain in how to teach language does not mean we have to be language teachers. That linguistics, if you remember defining it earlier with all these different areas that it touches and all these different jobs that you can have, it's a multifaceted, multi-layered uh, area of knowledge. And, and so we as linguists can be that way too. And I think that's true whether you're studying applied linguistics, theoretical linguistics, or you're, you're an amateur linguist. I think it's a really great mentality to be in, in terms of your sort of space as a learner and your space as a teacher, and a great mentality to pass on to your students, right? That we can study something and it can bring value and depth and, and be very, very important while simultaneously opening doors to other areas of interest and exploration. And just because we don't use that knowledge directly doesn't make learning it a waste of time. Learning for the sake of learning, but also learning because learning opens doors and because you never know where a piece of knowledge or when a piece of knowledge is suddenly going to become key, right? It's very cool, very cool mental space to be in and something I'm actively working at, I think, in my own in my own space as a learner and my space as a teacher as well. I think that's especially important for kids that when we know they struggle with language arts. Um, and if you know your child doesn't want to do something related to language arts, you know, in terms of a job, they don't want to be a language arts teacher, right? They don't want to be an author. They don't want to be something that, that looks directly connected to language. And so they can sometimes miss the value of it entirely. But 
trying to trying to approach this from this door opening perspective. I don't know. Food for thought. Hey, if you've made it this far through today's episode, that's awesome. Glad you stuck with me. I hope uh, you have a little extra information to take home with you about linguistics and linguists. If you liked what you heard, give us a like and a follow. We appreciate that. And check out our website, rootedinlanguage.com. And as a final thought, I have a question for you to answer in the comments if you've got a moment. I'm going to answer my own question at the top of the next episode but i would love to know if you speak or have ever learned another language other than english so please leave a comment with the languages you speak or the languages you have learned uh, whether english is a second language or a third language or maybe if you took a semester of something in high school right let me know i love to know this kind of stuff or if you haven't ever learned another language maybe what's one that you are interested in learning. Love to know that. Thanks for hanging out with me. I will see you guys next time.